last in summer, you can see it fading fast. So you grab a piece of something that you think is gonna last. Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious, I can't understand. Are you reeling in the years? Stowing away the time? Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we'll talk about the Monday show with Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff, and the Thursday show, Jordan's Bathroom Noises and Abigail Update, and a wheelbarrow of elves. But first, I would like to introduce fellow best friends, return guest, and t-shirt guru, Emily. Welcome, Emily. Woohoo! Hello! Thank you! And first time on the show, an unprecedented first time in studio, is Joanna. Welcome, Joanna. Thank you. Happy to be here. This is major. I actually I have someone know. in the fucking studio. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I might just be here every Thursday, whether Please. you want me or not. Uh, I have a cot, if you want to <laughs> <Yay>! set it up. <laughs> the rent is cheap. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if I you just share, can I split the rent with the spider? Yes. If okay. you just dust and maybe give him a few snacks, we're good. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Good. Joanna, this is your first time on this show, but... I mean, just finding out that you live in the same city that I lived in was kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of by accident because you're a fan of Sorry Not Sorry and Alison Rosen. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, yes, I live in the same city as Lisa, which is the most important fact about me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I live with my husband and two kids. They are eight and five. And I work as a marriage and family therapist. So super fun at parties. Just Let me tell you. So anyway, um, and yeah, I've been kind of like, I think a lot of people, a fan of Allison through Corolla, no longer Corolla fan. But, All right. You're ACS yeah. free as well. Yes. <laughs> well, I am ACS free. However, I do yeah. have the caveat that I do still listen to For Crying Out Loud. Okay. Which I mostly listen to because I like Stephanie Wilder Taylor, who's the other host, but it does also have 50% Corolla on that show. <laughs> So I apologize for that. But yeah, huge fan of Alice. I, I actually, I haven't listened to that, but I've been wondering if it's still on and they're still doing it. That's good news, I think. It is good news. So, and I enjoy yeah. it. So good. it's actually, I think I actually listened to them first before listening to Adam. But I knew of Adam just, I mean, living in Southern California, he's been on the radio forever. So, and it was the way I got into podcasts just to begin with. So yeah. was, my kids were young. I was looking for a parenting podcast and found it that way that's so cool yeah, but yeah now totally allison and jenna and the gang absolutely well it would be fun to have a, a thank you for being a fan one time where mm-hmm. we can really dive deep and i will make you lay on the couch instead of <laughs> i welcome that the proverbial couch <laughs> <laughs> oh how about i hit some more stuff <clears throat> and clear my throat some more so <laughs> I'm going to have fun editing this puppy. Let's talk about Monday episode. There was so much fun with Georgia Hartstark and Karen Kilgariff from my favorite murder podcast, which I got to see in person for the first time. For my first time hearing the show was at LA Podfest. And I thought, oh, cool. I need more time in my day again for this amazing podcast. So Joanna, you just started listening to this podcast also? Just after listening to the Monday episode, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? I am fascinated by murder, which sounds disturbing, but I don't know if it's just therapist side of me or whatever, Mm. but I actually, there's another podcast that I had gotten into called Generation Y, 
W-H-Y-Y. I don't think I've heard that um, one. And it's two guys that kind of do the same thing. They go pass through oh, old murder really? cases and cold cases and just kind of lay it all out. And so, um, but I like Georgia and Karen too, just because they're, they're <sighs> funny on top of everything. So. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I don't know where I've seen each of them on something. They're just familiar faces. And so I was really excited to see them and listen to them. And then I also have just a fascination with murder and scandal and all of those things. So here, and, but to put a spin on it is kind of strange to me that that can, that can work and happen. And it does. And it's very interesting to listen to their take on it. And they do it respectfully. They're not like, oh, fuck this guy. He got killed. Right. You know, they do it in a respectful way, but it's, it's very, it is very interesting. Emily, have you listened to that podcast at all? I have been listening to it since Monday, constantly. Okay. Are you, are, so you're uh, a murderino now. <laughs> I am. So I would say I'm a baby murderino, right. but I am so into it. And now I'm going to start listening to the last podcast on the left. I haven't ever listened to it before, but I'm totally into it. And uh, like the world of murder podcasts is, is this whole new amazing thing. That's so exciting. Um, it's a little bit weird because like, I want more. Okay, so I listened to Serial. I'm sure everybody did. Um, I still have And it. then I started listening to, oh, really? But I need oh, to, right? It's I so it's good. good. <laughs> yes, it's so good. And then from Serial, I listened to Undisclosed, which was the sister of the guy from, you know, the, the convicted murderer from Serial. And and I also I I that kind of took me on like a trail of podcasts in one direction, and I love like getting super super into all the detail, which I don't feel like my favorite murder does as much. But what it's making me do is I'm listening to it, and then I'm going and I'm reading the Wikipedia mm, pages yes. about mm-hmm. all these people and about all these murders, and I think it's hilarious because it is so. Like it's, it feels like if I did a podcast about murders, be like, oh yeah, and then this one guy, I don't remember his name, or I don't remember it. Like the, totally it's like, like could you Google that for me? Exactly. I mean, he started it's with a, a T or something, right? And he looked like yeah. this guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, right. Was I know yeah. about this guy that was in that other movie that was. Yeah, I mean, it's so it feels so familiar, which and it's a little bit frustrating because I want them to have that all all yes. that information in front of them and and just be able to tell me a little bit. But at the same time, I'm listening to it because I enjoy it. And like, I haven't even listened to today's episode, the Thursday episode from this week yet, because I've only been listening to my favorite murder. (laughs) So I do like it enough to that I haven't listened to anything else all week. (laughs) So that sounds a lot like the show. One of the new shows that I like is uh, you must remember this, which is very similar. It's not murders at all, but it's all about old Hollywood and movies and Hmm. movie stars. And she gives love that podcast. She gives a lot of information, but every single time I'm like, cool. Now I want to buy this movie. And now I want to buy these records. Now I need to know more about Francis Farmer. Why, why do I not know more about Judy Garland? I don't know. (laughs) You know, Frank Sinatra did this album. So every single time I listen to it, it's like, oh, I learned something new. And I thought I knew a lot about that stuff, but it's really interesting. And that's almost on like the (laughs) the other end of that spectrum where on You Must Remember This, she does have it all in front of her. And she is saying everybody's first and last name. And she 
so this is like my complaint about that. I'll just go ahead and complain yeah, about let's everything. Do this. this is the complainers forum. <laughs> uh, like she'll she'll say a name of somebody and then like a parenthetical or like she'll explain who that person is in relation to what she's talking about and then go on with what she's with what the story that she was telling in the first place. But it's like too much information. It's like, wait a minute, mm. who is this person? And what is like, she's trying to explain it, but it doesn't sink in for some reason. I don't know I if it's her phrasing yeah. or, or it's, it's like I'm listening to a lecture, but I'm not able to like, comprehend it all at the pace that she's putting it out there i've done a rewind on her show so many times because i start thinking about something else i'm like wait wait wait, this is every single thing she says seems very important so i want to listen to every drop of it yes 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 so like but yeah i i i do love that that show i can't listen to it like i have to concentrate so yeah, it's not like light listening. Yep. But and I yeah, have so many back I thought this is not like you said it's not light listening at all. Yeah. And the same right. with Dana Gould. I have to really listen, and I would love for them to do some sort of a combination podcast because now I know he's a fan of her show, and I think it'd be fun for them to do some combination old Hollywood scandal murder mystery Ooh, yeah. one or something. That'd be fun. But you said that you are interested in murder and killing both of you. I'll ask you, Emily, first. Isn't everybody? Is I think so. See, I think so. That's what, yeah, they were talking about, like, they go to parties and yes. people get, like, wide-eyed. Like, why are you talking about this? Right. And for me, I'm just like, I'm so fascinated by it. And obviously, they have a, a hit podcast, so people are listening and, they, and there's shows, every, you know, up the yin-yang, which I'm glad I'm using that phrase right now. But what was it in your life that first maybe turned you on to being interested in murder or that kind of thing? Man. Are there any cases or anything? Uh, I know they were talking about their first, like their origin of why I'm interested in, you know, why, why am I fascinated with murder or serial killers? Because serial killers for me was a big, is still a big thing. And it freaks me the fuck out, but, but I can't get enough of it. Yeah. I don't know if I have any like single origin story type thing. Like, I think it's always just been fascinating. And like, uh, yeah, no, I don't really I don't have a good origin story. I'm sorry. Joanna, what about you? I don't have a specific (laughs) case, but I know, I mean, even I can remember back like junior high, high school, my best friend and I would like spend the night at each other's houses and watch Unsolved Mysteries. Oh my God. And I can still hear that. Like I put America's Most Wanted, but I think I was thinking of Unsolved Mysteries. I can hear that music in the background of like the, and we were like, we would freak ourselves out and we'd be like, probably our parents weren't home until later that night or whatever. And we'd be convinced that that killer was outside and- or convinced that we would solve it and yeah. figure out what was happening. I think that's what started with me was the America's Most Wanted or the un- mm-hmm. I think Unsolved I think Mysteries. Back to that. Yes, but yeah. then also the Manson. Yes, the Manson story. I think, but also growing up, I think I had the Zodiac Killer was kind of in the back of my mind, but I was a little too young for that. But it was just kind of people were talking about it mm-hmm. and the Hillside Strangler and the, the Silence really of the Lambs. Was, oh, really? Yes. Like I, I don't know if I read the book or I saw the movie first, but I really loved both Ooh, read the, the book, book and the movie. Yeah, oh. I saw that movie and I remember driving home thinking these people are out there. This really exists. Like that just, that did blow my mind seeing that movie. Yeah. And I think I was in seventh grade that just changed my mind. (laughs) I really related to like the, the the FBI, like the detective role, like 
solving the mystery and like, you know, unraveling all of the clues. So a lot of the time I come at it from that angle, but I also do really try to think about it from like the killer angle too. And Mm -hmm. I love like why anybody would get to that point in their life and, and what happened to them as a child. And I'm sure Joanna as a therapist always has. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is they talk about, you know, those people that when you find out they're a murderer or a serial killer and they think, Oh, I never saw it coming. But then there are the people that are like, no shit. (laughs) You're just waiting for that. And I have, there's someone in our neighborhood that, yes. (laughs) You're like, here? They're here in this shed where we're recording? Is it the house that I tried to park in front of? (laughs) No, a couple of us don't know. It's not on this exact street. It's on the street that you turned off of. But, and I shared this story before. There is, see, I always say there's this kid of a friend, our friend's kid threatened to punch my daughter now go back and actually have the the actual facts this kid was 26 living in his parents house and was threatening to to punch my eight-year-old daughters because he was drunk and that person that's not the only thing he's done by the way that happened twice and then we don't talk to them anymore because they've kind of turned it into we're the bad people and and some of the neighbors have taken their side like well we should, you know, he was just drunk. I'm like, no, people aren't, when I'm drunk, I would never, I would never, uh, yeah, no, I would never, this is an adult man threatening to punch an eight year old girl where if that was anybody else in, in like public, you would have called the police. Right. But because they were our friends, we try to make it work, which is crazy. So it's like, no, we got to protect our daughter. She started becoming petrified of living here or yeah. seeing his car anywhere and just being scared. And a lot of people took it very lightly. And I thought, that's the person that's going to end up killing his whole family. Right. He's, other things that he's done that I've seen is scary. And his parents just look the other way. And that's how these people get out there. That's how these people just, because like, you know, very well, mental illness needs to be addressed. It's not something you just push under the rug. And he has problems. And there's, you know, a lot of times I would always I don't remember which guest Allison had, but I would always be drawn to these people to try and help them. But you can't help someone that doesn't acknowledge it themselves. So, you know, he just, he was, now he's 27, still living in his parents' garage. Yeah, and if anybody around them enables it. Exactly. So they all think, you know, she was knocking on people's doors telling everyone, you don't know, he's a sweet boy and blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right. Apparently, should I just let him punch So you're going to be daughter? the one neighbor that's like, yes, we saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So when I, honestly, I think of him, I used to think of him on more of a regular basis when I would, you know, lock things up because I'm home alone a lot. So I would have my taser ready or whatever, because I don't know what crazy people, right. actually, I do know what crazy Aww. people do because I've been on the receiving end of crazy people's attacks. So, but it's been a while since I've had to see them or talk to that family. They've kind of distanced themselves from us, which is fine. But those are the kind of people that they get enabled. Like you said, when there's enablers around, those people are able to strive for however long. Mm-hmm. It's just. Yeah. So to see that coming and I'll tell other people, oh, he's going to be the one that's going to come at one of our parties and just take us all out because we're a threat to him right. somehow, you know, somehow in his mind. About something. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But. Then there's the yeah. people that can, can put on the happy face and act totally normal where you don't see it coming. Do you have yeah. something like that in your neighborhood? 
Thankfully, <laughs> no. That's really scary. I don't have a taser. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a gun, but I've never had to like think about like protecting myself from my neighborhood people with it. But something that I thought, well, I do, I don't know. And so, okay, murder. <laughs> do you do you feel I feel like uh serial killers and just murder in general no serial killers they're less of a thing now than they were in the 60s and 70s and I hope that's because yes. that we have better mental health care I, I know honestly we still... think it's because of media <laughs> I think it's I think it's, well, I was thinking about that with kidnapping because I remember as a kid, kidnapping was a huge thing. It seemed like yeah. kidnapping was happening all the time. And I was thinking that maybe because of social media and the quickness to and the Amber Alerts and right. everything else that okay. it's not as easy for someone to do that. I almost feel like it's being replaced by mass shootings. And yes. I mean, that's con- I guess yes. that's still considered a serial killing because it's more than, but it's not that's that true. same like calculated kidnapping and torturing and all that. It's just like. I only have yeah. one shot to do this and that's right. what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go out with, like, this is it. Right. It's my one time yeah. to be crazy. Well, yeah, I never thought about that, Emily, that maybe that the the mental illness help is actually changing that. Hopefully, or maybe even just awareness. And, like, I think there was a lot more, like, kidnapping and abduction and, like, um, murder of, and maybe it's just the you know, several episodes I've listened to in the last few days that, like, I have this theory about, you know, men before it was much more acceptable to be gay or to be out and gay that there that there was that, you know, there's a secrecy and this shame and this. Okay, I am not a therapist. I am not a scientist. This is totally just me making (laughs) stuff up. But their attraction to younger boys or boys in, in general is because maybe that's when they started to have sexual feelings towards people at at any age and because they were so shamed about those feelings that it it stuck at boys of that age when it could have grown and and grown into a you know now what's accepted normal behavior but it was so unacceptable back then that it was this secret it you know it turned into a horrible fascination and something that you had to you know the only way to carry it out was by crime i don't know that's just i that's that, just that, that, I, yeah, I yeah, also i listened to and did you guys listen to in the dark about the jacob no. wetterling case no. was, that's where this whole thing i yeah so that was a thing from because that happened in minnesota so everybody around here especially like in the last few months since it's been solved you know that's been in the news a lot so there's a podcast called in the dark about Jacob Wetterling and about the guy that that ended up confessing to kidnapping and murdering him and it was a very sim like it was it, it just seems like a story that I keep hearing over and over about things that were happening back in the day. So interesting. I, I never thought of that perspective and that early trauma of yeah. tr- not be accepted by who you are and not knowing why you're different and just it changing 
your the chemistry in your brain to act out in a way like that. I never thought about that. Right. And not that it's like, a, a you know, that I'm saying gay people are crazy. I'm saying these few people right. that happen to maybe have these feelings and also have mental illness. And it, you know, because of our society, you know. So, yeah, hopefully that comes off as like the, the way that I mean it. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so they were talking about Karen. You know, Karen had the same birthday as Allison. Which... Okay, didn't that happen the week before? I don't think so. Oh, okay, then I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> I'm just having premonitions. With <laughs> other, with somebody else? Never mind. Maybe. Okay. Actually, that does sound kind of familiar. <laughs> I thought that. But so she was talking about having the same birthday with Karen and it's it is funny because the odds are it's going to happen somewhere mm-hmm. but oh we talked about it last week too okay maybe yes that's what it is I was a year not that because I'm so special I'm a month off of Janet Varney okay that's where it was coming a from. month and a day to the year which was like nothing but that was what I was like well that's all I put down for my notes so there we go but, how I yes. It. yes I knew it was something but it's funny that we did talk about that and then it came up on here that they had the same birthday right. and same year same year and then they were talking about birthday doppelgangers <laughs> and then they were talking about same names which Allison was talking about how she gets emails from another Allison Rosen where they're like oh this is supposed to go to you which I think is funny that they wouldn't have I get that so, really uh-huh so I think that's I so get crazy. that too. Really? There's a, there's a Joanna yeah. woman that lives in Canada. Uh, really? Okay, so I I bought the domain emilyjoe.com like way back, like I don't know how long ago, when domains first were a thing because we were into websites way long ago. And every so often, another Emily Joe will email me and be like, hey, can I have emilyjoe.com? And I'm like, <laughs> no, because <laughs> I'm Emily Joe also, and I I'm bought it. And I'm never letting it go. <laughs> I'm so, the first. Yeah. But yeah, so that's like first and middle name, which isn't quite the same, but... I've never had anyone email me, forwarding me emails like this was probably supposed to be for you. Maybe people aren't that nice or no one has my name. But And see, I don't know who to forward it to because I don't know what her actual email should be. That's so be. weird. But I get like every now and then I'll get, she's, I know she lives in Canada and I get emails from the Audubon Society and <laughs> this random stuff. And like sometimes there's like quotes for work that she wants done on her house. So I'm thinking, well, how did you give the wrong email address? That's the problem starts oh. at home. <laughs> That's an ID Tenty error. I think yeah. I said that on the last, I don't even know where I said that. But then Allison, but Allison didn't mention, well, first of all, there's also a bodybuilder. If you look up Allison Rosen pictures, there's a bodybuilder named Allison Rosen. Oh. She mentioned that because I think Karen's, or one of them has also that or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of research. But Allison didn't mention the other Allison Rosen that has a podcast that I actually listened to, the oh, Within a right. Quarter Inch. Right. <laughs> which... Was actually pretty enjoyable. That was the quilting one, right? Yes. <laughs> it's quilting? <laughs> Your face says it all, Emily. <laughs> oh, no. I cannot judge because do you know that the first podcasts I ever listened to were oh knitting podcasts? Okay. From so, like, what, 2006? And why? 2007? Yeah, why? Can I ask? Yeah. Because when I first thought, Okay, I just started getting into crocheting, and at first I thought it was a crocheting podcast, and I thought, well, I really need, it's a visual art, so to talk about the different stitches and the different whatever, I don't even know what they would talk about, but then they were talking about quilting, and I thought, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> but they were actually really funny, so what would you listen 
they were funny as a couple of gals chatting. I didn't get to the actual quilting part. That part, I'm sure I wouldn't know anything about, obviously. But so you were listening to a crochet one. Was it interesting or were you kind of? I listen to multiple knitting podcasts. I I have no idea if they're still around. One was called Stash and Burn. It was two girls in San Francisco. And there was one, this Australian guy in Australia. He was like a school teacher and he was really into knitting and he had this podcast. He was like a a techie guy because back then to have your own podcast, you had to kind of be, you know, I mean, even still now you have to be pretty techie. Um, yeah. And then there was this lady that did it in Duluth, Minnesota that I listened to for a while. I don't think she did hers for very long, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They just talked about knitting, what they were knitting, what kinds of <laughs> things Sorry. they were into. Co- <laughs> like, well, do I patterns. Maybe I need to give this show another go. I really want to hear Allison and Rosen on Alice and Rosen's show. That would, they should do each other. They like, need to. Yeah. Because I think. But it, is it spelled differently? Yes. Okay. No. No? Two L's? I think it's two L's. Okay. It's probably two L's. Still, I wonder how many people are accidentally going to each other, you know, each other's. <laughs> Most oh, that'd be so hilarious. When I'm telling when everybody. When they get to the quilting? <laughs> yeah. Or, or like as we're, like I, I tell I tell tons of people about Alice and Rosen. Oh, my favorite podcast is called mm-hmm. Alice and Rosen is your best friend and all they remember is Alice and Rosen. <laughs> And they think I'm recommending a quilting podcast. They're like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's nice. There are a couple of nice old ladies there. (laughs) Actually, they were younger than I expected. And I think one of them might be from Minnesota. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised. We need lots of quilts up here. Yeah, there was a Minnesota. I think maybe Canada and Minnesota both of the two ladies. I looked up her picture. She looks younger than I expected. But for someone to have a podcast, I would imagine they have to be younger. Anyways, it... I want to see them on each other's shows. I think it needs to be yeah, a thing I because so. totally, we need to do like a Twitter campaign for that. I think I'm going to start that as soon as this is done. I <laughs> Actually, think right we can now, make it happen, you guys. Yeah, you can go ahead and take, <laughs> take over. over. <laughs> because all I think, of my like, brain is going to be tweeting. <laughs> I think between the three of us, we could probably convince the Allison Rosens to yeah, connect. Totally. <laughs> I think that's a thing. I think yeah. it's a thing. I think one of the worst things in the world to to be told or to hear is when someone says, you know who you look like. <laughs> You're like, what? Ah, shit. <laughs> Usually, and this happened to me at LA Podfest. Shout out to you, Becky. She's like, I ran into someone last night and I thought it was you. And I went up to her and I introduced myself and it wasn't you. And I'm like, okay, but we had never met in person. So, right. Okay. And I just kept thinking, what is this monster going to look like when I met her in person? Because usually when someone says that to me, I see the person and I'm like, that's what I look like. <laughs> yes. What happened? But then I met her and she was she was not bad at all. She was like, okay, good. I feel okay. And she was super cool. And the whole, whole night we kept running each other. We're like, hey, it's me. You know? And awesome. she was my doppelganger for the night. So that was really fun. But in general, it's it's, it's not never a, a good thing. It's not a good no. thing. And I work with kids. So when they are like, oh, I thought you were so-and-so. You look just like this person. I'm like, not that that's a bad. I mean, I wouldn't. But we look nothing alike. We both have brown hair. Okay. Right. <laughs> but when a kid says something, you're like, what are they seeing? Right. That I'm not seeing. Yeah. But usually I get, well, you look like the skinnier version of, I'm like, okay. Well, so then no. <laughs> so then exactly the right. exact same or way like, as. 
I I was gonna say okay, and I don't know. Let, okay, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I know I shouldn't be saying this because I'm gonna have to qualify it by the younger version <laughs> of Angelica Houston. Oh, you that's get that? Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll take that. I'll take okay. That. Yeah, a young, young Angelica Houston. I think. Um, what did Colonel Jeff call me? He said, "You look. Oh, you have an Yvonne DiCarlo thing going on." And I was like, "Oh, cool. I like her." And later, I'm like, "Oh, so I'm. What's the mom's name? <laughs> what is her name? Uh, Mrs. Munster. Mrs. Munster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I do like her mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, I'll take Angelica Houston. That's yeah. cool. That's All a right, cool one. Good. And then I'm all click. Oh, I'm sorry. Our recording we ended. That's really. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh, at least I didn't tell. At least I didn't assume you were pregnant. Oh, yes. Oh, God. I've done are that. You're pregnant when you are. Did you listen to Allison on Eliza? No. I haven't yet. It's pretty good. I know she, everyone was like, oh, my God, whatever. But it was a little rough. Only because it's Allison. Right. But in general, Eliza is just one of those people that she just says what she's going to say. But it's not like, oh, I'm just a bitch. So that's how I am. It's like she just doesn't have any filter. So she just says stuff. Right. And she's just like, oh, I just thought that you gained a lot of weight, which is Allison's nightmare. Right. But in her mind, she's just, no, but you're pregnant. So. Right. But she's just, it's logical. Being pregnant of like. Yes. People saying, oh, you don't even look pregnant. I'm like, well. And I've then gained what, 40 pounds, yes. so what the hell does that mean? Yeah, it's some people, and especially, no, like, no. that that time where Allison is right now, like, yeah. the second time I was pregnant, I could, t- I would totally have been at whatever, 26 weeks or whatever, and people didn't know I was pregnant, and I just was bigger. Like, yeah. it just is how some people carry, and, like, yep. The first yeah. time I was fine probably for the first six months I didn't show but the second one it was instant and I gained tons of weight and I'm already on top of the set the first one because I I got pregnant so quick but I remember I was like eight months pregnant and some guy asked my husband like oh is Lisa pregnant again and then my husband comes over he's like hey, what did he think you just gained a bunch of weight <laughs> I'm like seriously because it was like like really but she's super sensitive to that so I I can understand from her point of view but to me, I was like, eh, she was fine. I mean, she was even talking about walking off abortions. And I was like, oh, eh, okay, well, <laughs> she's like, it's not traumatizing. It's whatever. You just go out drinking afterwards and you're fine. And she's, that's, yeah, okay. that's how she was talking. And then, well, okay, that's her perspective. So if you think about yeah. that's where it's coming from, sure. she's just never had kids and not had emotions apparently (laughs) everybody has their own path yeah i mean right sure if you've had an abortion there's no way unless your heart has literally been taken out of your body that you don't have any trauma from it or feelings from it i think so i'm just gonna i don't know but for somebody like (laughs) i think you know i mean it's what i mean allison had to do so much to get pregnant like this is precious, precious pregnancy. Like it's different if it's there's wanted pregnancies and there's unwanted pregnancies, you know? So yeah, I'm so excited for her. I am too. And I just, I I know, and I think I tried to tell her this, but, and everyone probably has is just embrace it and just enjoy it because it is. And I think Jen even said this, like, this is not permanent. Mm -hmm. You're going to go back to being crazy dieter girl that sprays fake butter on stuff. Just, be in this moment and be and enjoy it because yeah, it's miserable being pregnant, but there are beautiful things about it too that are enjoyable and just 
it, what if it's the only time that she has it? it just yeah. try to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, your body is making a body. Yes. <laughs> it's like crazy. It's like some sci-fi shit right here. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of parenting, one thing that I thought of, which is kind of funny because I grew up with this kind of thing and they talked about it was having adult time, <laughs> parents having adult time, which I feel like it's very important, but I think it's the way you say it where you're like, fuck off kids. You don't exist or you're not, you know, you're not meaningful. So just get out of right. here. Not seen, not heard type of thing, which sometimes I feel like my husband borders on that where he's like, okay guys, we're trying to have a conversation. Like, just go. It's like, there's other ways of talking to them like people and say, Hey, we're going to have our time now. We're going to talk like adults. It's nothing against you, but we have to have our time. I think there's a good balance of that, but I do remember just being like shuffled off like you're just pieces of crap. <laughs> I think my parents just put us to bed. Like, yeah. And I, I think I, that's kind of what we do too is our kids go to bed sort of early-ish. So we still have that time. Or see, we used to weekends. have that. Yeah. Yeah, yours are a little bit older. How old are your kids? Yeah. Five and eight. Okay. Yours and our eight kids are almost like 7.30. I'm like, all right, yep, good night. And now it's 9.30 and we're barely, okay, we can watch a show before, mm -hmm. you know, and they're still trying to be up. But on the weekends, sometimes, you know, hey, yeah. we have some people over. You're welcome to hang out for a little while because everyone likes the kids too. But then, okay, uh -huh. go have your own time. You don't need to be all My up in our business. the one who wants yeah. to be like really? with the adults. And yeah. we, we do sometimes have to be like, okay, this is... yeah. The yeah. worst section. Yes. <laughs> because the <laughs> worst is when you have to curb what you're saying, where it's like sometimes I don't, I, like tonight, I'm saying the F word more than normal, but I'd like to be able to say that once in a right. while. And whenever my son's like across the room looking at me like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear, I heard that. I'm like, well, you shouldn't be. Go away. <laughs> but I don't say that. Right. And so, Emily, do you have adult time in your house? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, mine are 13 and 9 now, so they're pretty ha happy to, you know, if, if they have access to their computers to, oh, yeah. you know, be on them and not bother us or not be with us. But everyone, I mean, when they were younger, I would try to, you know, get them involved in something if I needed them to be occupied, you know, try to like get them set up or, you know, get them to bed before we, you know, had, you know, watched a movie or whatever. But back in the 70s and 80s, like that was harder. Like, it was harder to occupy children, I think, before yeah, so much, like you know, electronics were available. Like, I we only had one TV in my house. So if my parents wanted to watch TV, you know, they had to figure out what we they, you know, we had to go read books or who knows what yes so and if you interrupted it is, when it wasn't a commercial it's like oh my god you couldn't pause <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like i understand but like i thought it was interesting how you know and it, it's all your own impressions you know allison was obviously you know a little bit more traumatized by it and you know i think it'll be interesting as her as her kids grow up and she realizes that, yeah, sometimes you do, your kid is, they don't need you at that yeah. moment. And, and you can't say, yeah. 
Yeah, that are like the opposite of that, where it's really? like, this child will be like involved in Ugh, everything, and no. I'm never, you know, no, like, no, it's funny, that, like you good said, for the kids, yes, yeah, you need to have some independence. And and when I was a kid, I think it did traumatize me a little, but then once I had kids, I understood my parents so much more. Mm-hmm. It, oh my mom gosh. was 20 when she had me, and by the time she was 25, she had three kids. So Every time I get to that age, I think, oh my gosh, she was dealing with this at that age. And then when I had kids at 29 and 30, that was a big difference. Mm -hmm. And she was going through a divorce at the time and I'm just having kids and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she was going through so much. And I do the same thing. I think my parents were, you know, they were just buying our house when we were, you know, like that same thing, like looking back on that. Yeah. And just appreciating the things that they had to go through to raise you just... It's a lot. And then it also makes me question a lot of things, too, where I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing here? But in general, it's, you know, it, it is eye-opening. And I hope that happens for Allison, where she thinks, oh, my parents weren't so bad. They were trying, you know, they're freaks about locking the doors and stuff because they were trying to protect us. Right. And right. And I they have, have their freakiness. own lives going on. Yes. Like, there were, you know, I'm sure, like, you know, work problems yeah. and, you know, personal issues and like, I know she's acknowledged, like, her parents, like, lo- like her mom, especially losing her parents and knowing that was traumatic for her. But, like, yeah, just having that perspective and, like, seeing your parents as whole humans mm-hmm. and not just there to, like, be your parents and that's all, that's that's important. Yeah, my 13-year-old doesn't want to have kids. And, like, the past few days, I'm just – I've been thinking, like – She's never going to understand right? <laughs> without oh having my her own kids. I like, have that same she's thing always going to have that like friends. resentment towards me. Right. Yes. I have some <laughs> friends that are just going to never have kids, yeah. which kind of is really great that they're not going to because they'd be horrible parents. Maybe. <laughs> but but I think they would learn the most from it. Yeah. And they would understand me even and their parents and so much more in life right. that you understand. But then there's also some of my friends that aren't going to have, maybe not going to have kids, but they, they get life somehow without it, which is cool. Cause and that you can wish happen. they would sometimes like you, right. I, I have some, yeah, friends who, you know, are childless and, and don't plan on having childless. kids. Like, <laughs> isn't that a thing? The isn't poor that a thing? childless friends of mine. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, they don't have kids and they don't plan on having kids. And, (laughs) and I'm like, and I totally like respect that. And, you know, if I could lead two lives, I would totally have one with and have one without kids, like be able to try to see, you know, what that would be like. But I also want them to be able to see what having kids would be like, you know, for sure. So yeah. And mostly just so they'd be thankful. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> you need to know what I went through. <laughs> All of it. Speaking of going through hard hard times, dance. Anybody did, did, yes. anybody done dance in the Yes. Joanna, tell us your tell us your uh, experience with dance so class. So, my I think where I struggled with dance was my mom got me into dance when I was in like first and second grade and I was like I want none of this. So after 2 years, I quit. But then I was like fifth or sixth grade. I wanted to go back. I was like, I want to do jazz. I know how to dance. (laughs) But I had missed like the very important three years where everyone gets really good and learns. (laughs) And so I got put into like the dance classes with kids that were four or five years younger than me and better than me. Oh, no. (laughs) So I'd be like this giant kid on stage. And I was was a chubby kid anyways. (laughs) So and then I'd have to be in like these. Oh, 
awful costumes. Yes. Like mm-hmm. lime green and they red them. shiny leotards like, with gold fringe. Like, well, can we pick a different one because you have like these Something eight year olds with no bodies, and you have this twelve year old who has, <laughs> she doesn't need the two piece green. Oh no, lime green. Oh no, and please gold tell me there's pictures. Costume. Oh, I'm sure there are. Okay, yes. good. You're like, so, not that I'm showing you. But yeah, like the dance politics where it was like, she talked about like the two girls that would always get the solos and I can name those two girls. Yeah. To this it's, day. It's... And they were four years younger. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but I'm not bitter at all. Uh, no, not at all. No. We're not venting here in the shed in Orange, <laughs> California here. <laughs> Emily, what's your dance Trauma. Almost. <laughs> I didn't even have the first and second grade experience. I was like sixth grade. I was like, I want to do jazz dance. So yeah, <laughs> I joined and it was, yeah, I was in with third graders and Aww. it was, yes, chubby sixth grader me. Yeah. So same, same kind of thing. And, you know, I don't know. Dance classes are great, but the the most fun I ever had dancing was just like, you know, getting together with a few friends and like making up our own dances yes. to the oh popular gosh, songs. You know, Paul oh, Abdul. Oh. Yes. Yes. Paul Abdul. Debbie Gibson. <laughs> Tiffany. Madonna. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a prayer. So I think that's... I still remember the choreography to that one. Uh, but my, my dance experience was similar. What? Well, didn't Madonna for her True Blue video – didn't she like have a contest where people oh would have gosh. to like do a video and send it in? I did not I, hear. I didn't I hear about know. that because <laughs> you would have. <laughs> there would be video <laughs> evidence of this happening. I, that might just have been this total story I made up, but I have this like vague memory of that, and like because I think that video has like footage from a few of them, or maybe like Ooh. the winning one. Oh, those poor I don't people. know, wow. or maybe they, it was just my <laughs> fantasy. <poor> <laughs> Uh, my experience in dance is similar to yours where I started in sixth or seventh grade. I think it was seventh grade. My stepsister was really big into dance. So we joined together and she's professional, but they didn't have it like the way you guys have it, where you join at the level you're at. It was just, you're just in a group with all different levels, Mm. which seems weird to me now that I've had a daughter in it where they're like, you are in the level that you're in. Otherwise it's really embarrassing. But I was also the chubby seventh grader that was trying to keep up with all the skinny dancers and I was decent at jazz. That was fun. But doing tap was horrendous. I could not get it. And I remember the recital day they made us wear suits almost like men's suits with a top hat. And there were only four of us. The jazz class was like 30. So I could hide in there and I'm like, I'm good. Look at me. (laughs) Don't look at me because I'm hidden. But in the tap class, it was four of us and I didn't know it. And I was out there dancing doing i was Wrong. moving no none of it right none of it right and i remember <laughs> looking over to my stepsister and yelling like nikki and i was just like i don't know what i'm doing like that's what i'm doing on stage just yelling to her i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> my husband's like please tell me this is videotaper i said oh yeah but i'm sure my mom did not purchase that item oh, but it's it's out there somewhere somewhere that's i think it was performed that no <laughs> But it that traumatized me so much where I would, t- but somehow I took my daughter to dance and she yeah. loved it and she did awesome at it. And now she wants to take a break. Okay. But still being backstage and doing all of it, I was just like, oh, I wish I was good. I mm-hmm. wish this would have been my thing. But I was so awkward. Like, just, no, I could not fit into that group at all. I, not at all. 
Oh, where am I going here? Not not fitting in somewhere. Does anybody feel like they fit in? I think, see, in my small mind as a kid, I'm like, everybody feels like they but fit me. in uh-huh. but me. But then I think growing up, we all, especially, we meet everybody. You talk to Allison, you talk to everybody. Everyone everybody feels the same way. way. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're listening to different podcasts like Mental Illness Happy Hour or whatever, where you're like, oh my God, someone else is fucked up like me. <laughs> Almost everybody is. But I think that's just the human condition. Even the, yeah. I think the, the popular kids with the a great that, group yeah. of kids. I think they still find things about themselves and about their personality that that they don't feel like they have in common with their close friends. And they, yeah. I, I look at me, I am just <laughs> spouting off about all it sorts of theories. It would be interesting to hear that person's story, though. I've never heard the popular person's story. Right. That I would know. be interesting. Mm-hmm. So I do believe do I've they met just people have, like, that no... feel like they have their shit together. <laughs> Where I'm like, you don't know anything about life, but somehow you've made it this far and you're fine. And you're not traumatized by life. Like, how is this possible? Right. I've had a, a couple of friends where it just seems like nothing bad. Ha- they have normal bad things. The things I wish for, those things you strive for, you're like, can I just like be five pounds overweight or, <laughs> or just like, I don't have enough money this week to do something. Normal things that happen in life, not everything else that has to be so horrible. But, mm-hmm. but I also feel like you, I meet you guys and there are all these like amazing people that come out of it somehow. And it makes you who you are. It does. And the other people that don't have any life experience or have anything bad happen is just kind of, there's something missing from them. They're not as deep. They're just kind of shallow, I think. So, but they don't know it. So fuck off. <laughs> fuck them. I think maybe that's, yeah. All the people that like, that whatever i think they just don't even think that deeply right i, don't know. I think i think it's true i don't think they've ever been here on this earth before <laughs> so i'm not going to talk about past lives but i did want to say uh shout out to trace tsdcx i'm sorry that i don't know which one of the my favorite murder hosts said go to san fran or la bro <laughs> instead of where you're from sacramento well, me too <laughs> Yes. I, that's, I wrote Sac- why the really? Sacramento hate. Yes. yes. And because they rang on it. And listen to the first podcast. She bashes all over Sacramento. Really? I was like, what the hell? Like, I do not see it the way that she described it. No. I mean, it is a farm town, farm area. It looks be. beautiful to me. And it's, it's developed a lot. It's definitely more urban now. But, um. That's not a dig at UTS. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I was just, just like, dang, well, it's like, harsh. There's no culture. And I don't know if this was because I listened to both. I don't know if this was on Allison's or on their episode, but just how she said that it's very sinister and really? all the houses. And she mentioned like some of the suburbs, which Citrus Heights was right next to where I lived. And really? Like, yeah. So I was like, I, I did not get this. And I lived there in the 80s. Yeah. 90s. And she only lived there for a year. And went to college. And if yeah. she went to college at Sac State, which is what I'm guessing, that's a bad part of town. No denying that. So if she just was dealing and with... And she said it was a bad time in her life, which, yeah. you know, that yeah. college can really be a, yes. a tough time. So yeah. Yeah. yes, I yeah. took offense to that. Yeah. Nothing like some <laughs> bad sack. So... <laughs> There's no such thing as I swear as bad I did sack. not... <laughs> There's no such thing as how you said. Yeah. <laughs> I'll back you up on that. 
you know, started listening to my favorite murder because of it, which was really fun. Yeah. And I, I thought it was a nice change. Like, uh, sometimes I'm, I'm not that into the Monday episodes that are different from the deep interviews about everybody's like feelings. And this wasn't that, but I liked it. And I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice little change of pace and yeah. And I'm totally into my favorite murder now. Yeah, I think it would be good for her to have more. See, they're seasoned podcasters, so they're into talking and being fun and interesting. Where a lot of times she's trying to drag a show out of somebody, which is always interesting still. She always pulls something interesting out of people. But yeah, I never thought about that. These, this was a very light, fun show. And yes, I definitely want to listen to their show. The only other thing was just one thing that bugged me that I was yelling at the... <laughs> oh, at, good. At my... <laughs> phone about but Allison was talking about and I don't know what the context was but she was talking about the movie Parent Trap but she said Parenthood Oh, I yeah. totally yeah. caught it's that <laughs> and I was like nobody said, said anything and I'm like, oh yeah that was a movie that's yeah. funny because I heard Parent Trap in my head and, so, and then she, noticed, and she even said the original Middles, Parenthood and, like, Parent Trap, and nobody corrected her <laughs> I know and I was like oh the original Parenthood right. the movie with Steve right. Martin yes. no no <laughs> Oh I know. my gosh, that's so funny. That did not register, especially <laughs> because Parenthood is one of my, and I will, I think we'll talk about that on Thursday, but I, that is one of my soothing movies. Oh, really? <laughs> is Parenthood, but Parenthood, yeah, I don't what? know why I said it like that. Parenthood. <laughs> but, but Parenthood, Parenthood is one of my is favorite such a movies. good movie. Uh, and it is one of those I've seen before I had kids and after. I just watched it. My husband was out of town and the kids were gone. And I'm like, I'm going to watch a couple of movies. And Parenthood yeah, was one of them. I haven't watched in a while. I should. And I watched it and I was yeah. like, this is so true. <laughs> Did you cry? Well, I feel like. Because we're parents. Yep. I feel like I would cry so hard if I I watched it right now. <laughs> Just seeing him looking for the retainer and how he's all stressed out, washing his hands, and she and uh, Mary Steenburgen is like, "Gee, I wonder where he gets it from." He's like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, it's just. But just then, that the scene of them in the audience of the play and how yes! the voiceover about oh. the roller coaster is like, oh, "Yep, oh, that's such a great movie." Yeah, such a good movie. Well, let's talk about Thursday. I know, Emily, you've got tons of notes to get to. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. Well, I could talk about the first, like, seven episodes of My Favorite Murder. <laughs> so how was Thursday's episode of My Favorite Murder? <laughs> I um, will say that I'm just super excited to listen to it because I'm a huge fan of Jordan. And so I can't wait. I'm actually, I'm going to listen to it with my husband because we both love Jordan. So he was, was he awesome? Super fun. He was super he funny. He was good, yes. And I, I think he fit in well. He did. I and I know that's it. what we're all looking for now is like, how yeah. does this person fit in? And also since he's been on before, he and he does a podcast, so he right. kind of like, he can just meld into a group very well without being overbearing. Plus he's really funny. There were a lot of things that he said that were the funny parts of the show mm -hmm. where every time he, he would have the joke and he was really, really funny. So Yeah, um, he's great. I love him. We were her little donut gems, which I'm fi I'm happy it's finally something that I would totally eat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a donut gem this mm -hmm. week. But uh, so they talked more about the open door policy. <laughs> yes. Ad nauseum, but there were more explanations, which I get a little bit more where she just wants Daniel to accept. I don't know. She wants him to accept everything about her. Not that he, I don't understand why she thinks that he's not. 
not accepting of her poop. <laughs> yes. need to see it or yes. hear it. Okay. She, so to to conceptually that... wants him to be okay with her pooping, but but of course he is. It's not like he's anti-poop. Right. <laughs> Do you have an opinion about this, Joanna, marriage and family therapist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Underscore. Whatever the couple is comfortable with. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> honestly, we with pee, I don't think it's a big deal. We, I don't either. Because our shower and toilet is in the same place in the morning. And we have another bathroom, but it's just easier to go in that one. Yeah. And everyone, like all the kids, it yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, when you came over today, I thought, well, if she has to use the restroom, I need to go check and make sure that the kids flush because they never do. Yes. <laughs> Emily's rolling her eyes though. It's so true. I have taken pictures of my kids' toilets not being flushed and texted it to them. To sh- <laughs> I don't like post it publicly, but I'm like, come on. A little private shaming isn't going to hurt me. I'm over yeah. it. Is that okay? Am I traumatizing yeah. them for life? <laughs> I don't know. So, session. I will say though that it's not a general thing that we do. I mean, we don't do it if we unless we have to, but we didn't right. have to get over it before we were married because we went to Cabo together and shared a bathroom. And when you're in Mexico, oh, you boy. know what? Oh, if boy. someone's in the shower and you gotta go. <laughs> so we got we got over the idea of it, but it's not something that we strive for. Right. But if it's gonna happen, we realize it's gonna happen. I agree. I feel the same way with number one. It's kind of like and even my husband will be like, oh, that's cool. Not that he's into golden showers or anything, but he's like, oh, your pants are off. So that's one step closer to something, I guess. <laughs> There's some but, intimacy there. Take yeah. it where I can get it. But then sometimes he's like, okay. That actually happened just a little while ago where I walked in and he was peeing. I'm like, all right. Like, I just don't need to affiliate that with right. that, even though I know we all do it. But so what's your, what's your, your pooping <laughs> situation? Pooping situation. <laughs> We close the door. Yeah. But so like normal. I said, one time in Mexico. Right. Okay. <laughs> it, it this just one time was, in Mexico. This one time in Mexico, <laughs> I was in the shower and he needed to go and <laughs> there was no other option. So I pretended like it didn't happen. I've, d- I've had to do that at our old house because we had one bathroom and there has been a few emergency situations where right. I'm in the bath or something where I just go underwater like, la, 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 just go ahead. But... I do also have kids that will walk in if yeah. you don't lock. And sometimes our doors, if you don't push it all the way, even if you lock it, it's not yep. latched. So, yeah. Yes. I, and I the cat can just push it all open. the time. And that call me into the mind. bathroom while they're pooping. I'm like, uh, really? <laughs> See, I just don't want to know. I already kind of know what it smells like because I have yes. to go in there after. after. But... And I even tell my son, or actually anybody that's in there using it, just close the door and turn the fan on because that is communication to me that if I have to go in there, there's a smell and I should hold my breath because otherwise I walk in and I'm tasting your butthole. Like, I don't need that. (laughs) And by the way, that smell and taste leaves me less desire to head to that direction. And I know I talked about that on the last last episode about not wanting to visit that area because of the smell, but, but also there was something else I forgot what it was. But anyways, it's just, I want to be pretty. I don't want to be disgusting. (laughs) Is there something wrong with that? I don't know. I think it's funny that she still feels like she needs to explain. But I love that Jordan was talking about he's taking stock in his own behaviors as a single man in this house, which is very thoughtful and very, the fact that he's even thinking, okay, this is, these are the things that I'm doing in my house right now, and they probably need to change, or at least need to. If I'm invited, yeah. yes, I need to have some self awareness before I invite a lady in to this life because I'm really 
guys get very used to their own life. Everybody. Mm-hmm. You get used to your own life when you're by yourself. So you might not really know what you're doing is weird. Like Megan chewing your toenails, please. Uh, <laughs> but, I was thinking about Jordan talking about his grunts and his groans and just yes. trying to have some self-awareness with his own sounds and I and love that. You know, <laughs> go for it, Jordan. And the, one of the cutest things I ever heard him talk about I, cause I listen to Jordan Jesse go, so yeah. I feel like I know Jordan pretty well. I don't know if it was on <laughs> that <best>. podcast <laughs> or another one, cause I kind of I I will listen to him on a lot of podcasts if I can. Um, he talked. It was the cutest little detail about his life, cause he has a cat that he loves very much, and he talked about like readying his apartment to have a girl over. And he talked about taking a damp towel and, like, oh, no. wiping off his bed to get all the <laughs> cat hair off of it with the damp towel. And I just, it was, it was like I fell in love with Jordan Morris when he talked oh, about that. Why is he single? That's seems endearing, like oh, everything he says. I know. It's like, uh, come Run on. a lint roller, Jordan. Just right. You can't roller. for a whole bed. For a whole bed. <laughs> I love oh, the sure. damn towel idea. I think it's no. I packing tapes. Yeah. It oh. I completely accept him for who he is and all of it. I, I think that's it. pretty funny. <laughs> I also think this is a shout out to Ray. Allison has a reoccurring dream about bathroom subjects but i think that ray should make it a comic strip i think it'd be really funny she was talking oh. about the door not being there and i think that would be a really fun to bring it to life i don't know if jason Dix needs to animate it but i think ray to draw it out and make it a comic strip would be yeah. an interesting like day in the life of allison rosen comic strip i'm just workshopping for you ray because i know you're not busy right and you always <laughs> need some more ideas so there's an abigail the pig update yes. and I was so excited to see that because I thought, okay, I know that Allison was there on Saturday and Raphael and I were there on Sunday. Does that mean she's going to mention that we were there or that, that she just went to go visit him? So I'm like, okay, please talk about it. <laughs> and I was so excited that she mentioned that we were there because we took, actually it was probably Raphael, took a better picture than Allison did. And then she said my name and she said my name wrong. <laughs> she did. She what called me she... Jamos for Aros instead of Jamos oh. and BFFs. But I feel like she said my real name right. So that's cool. Yes, that's good. Off the she tip of her tongue, are. she yeah. said my real name. And she got me mixed up with Jamos for Aros, which she did last week also. Yes. But and we to... still don't know who Jamos for Aros is, right? No. Nope. But I had a Come flash... forward, Jamos for Aros. Yes. Yeah. Show us your face. <laughs> I had Adult a time is over. Come out of the woodwork. Yes. <laughs> What it's really somebody. Every time I talk about it with anybody, I'm like, oh, I'm going to see like a twinkle in their eye. Yeah, They're gonna be like, like, oh. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I really did think that Raphael was behind the... Tummy uh, towel? Rose. No. The, oh, tummy towel. I, oh, who, that do might know be who that is? Jamos for Aros. Okay. So here's the thing. Anyway. Jamos for Aros was somebody before that we were I was friends with, and then he changed it, and it was something Allison related. But I can't remember what it was, and usually my... I have the memory of a still trap when it comes to these nonsense things. And I don't know why I couldn't remember it. But there was also another person that had a koala as their picture. And I forgot what the name was. And I don't see that person anymore. So I'm like, maybe it was him. I'm pretty sure it's a guy. Because I'm pretty sure before it was a guy's name. And then the Twitter handle was something Allison related. That's the only reason why. I'm pretty sure they're a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) They're 
Threatening this to punch babies all over the place. Serial killer babies. <laughs> or kidnapping. And yeah. Changing names. <laughs> right? Uh, I'll take it. I mean, she's saying my name. Yeah. What am I really complaining? She knows who she's talking about. Yeah. She, in there her mind, she sees that fake picture of me and she's yes. like, oh, that person. Anyways, that brings me to going to the In This Together festival that Megan put on. And it was amazing. It was. It was just so much fun to see Paul Gilmartin to do his mental illness happy hour episode with Royce White, which, by the way, I did not say this to Raphael, but the whole time I was just like, this man is a specimen of a human <laughs> because oh, really? he is very good looking. I was just, oh, what are you talking about? Everything you say, it sounds good. Not that Royce I have any new White, eh? <laughs> Google image search. <laughs> And the picture they had of him on the website, he just looked like a basketball player. Just, you know, whatever. Just sports doesn't do it for me. So he just looked like a random dude. But in person, he is just, hello. I was just amazed at his seams and his clothing just keeping <laughs> his muscles together. <laughs> <laughs> like they were doing a good job of keeping everything together. But anyways, I really digress on that one. But I'm so proud of Megan. She did such an amazing job. And there were mortified was there. That was fun. See people read their diary entries. That was, I would be mortified reading some of the things that they were saying, but it was really a lot of fun there. It, it was just the whole weekend was fun. Raphael and I did a bunch of Jenna Kim Jones and Allison related things. I met Joanna here for Mana, Mana Korean, Korean barbecue. barbecue in LA, Jen and Rafi. And it was, that was the beginning of it. Like, it okay, fun. we're going to, it was really cool just to be there and tweeting at hashtag. <laughs> tweeting at Al and just being like, okay, what do we order? And he was, you know, tweeting back and talking to us and we had some weird cheese situation, but it was a really fun beginning to everything. Raphael and I went to go see Abigail, of course, at the farmer's market and the Grove and we hung out there. And now that they talk about things, I'm like, oh my gosh, now I've been there. I've seen what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. So it was really neat. We went, oh, we went to Jensen Karp's gallery, both of his galleries, and I got a bunch of artwork that's actually sitting right over here. Uh, some Seinfeld things and some David Lynch stuff. And it just, uh, it was just a fun, the whole thing was just really fun. Thank you, Megan, for putting on a good show because you brought me to LA and we went to Shake Shack. We went to everywhere. It was just awesome. It was super fun. So how uh, far is that for you? Like, oh, an hour. Oh yeah. It was like 45 minutes. We like, <laughs> we're just, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I yeah. really, by, by the way, Joanna lives, what, five minutes away? Mm -hmm. If I had to go to dinner on that side of Orange, I, uh. oh, that is so far away. <laughs> it's wow. too much. So, yeah. And I, I have to drive like 35 miles to get to a McDonald's. It's so sad. I would be so skinny. I don't ever go to McDonald's. There's also an Arby's, which I go to more often. <laughs> okay, so they talked about Arby's today. And they and what did what did Colonel Jeff say? He said, American oh, yeah. roast beef. Yes, please. Or yes. Yes, sir. Sir. <laughs> Did you know that? Is that really it? Is I don't know, know, but I feel like I can hear my grandpa saying that. Really? And but, they, we, he would go to Arby's. So I feel like. Oh, that was on the Greg episode. Was it? Yes. Oh, okay. We just teased the Patreon Greg episode. Oops. So now we know what Greg's favorite fast food place is. It's not Arby's. There was, speaking of that, you guys really need to be Patreon members yes. because listening to, I miss Greg so much. And you get a whole episode of just Greg Gold. So yes. it, it's, it's great. So I meant to tease it and I just did by accident. So that was cool. Yeah. Way to go. 
I do what I can. I loved the um, the Casper. Usually, a lot of the reads I kind of tune out. <laughs> Me too, but this one helps. <laughs> but the Casper read was just hilarious on and every. I think Jordan had a lot to do with that. He too. did. Yeah. He did. He, see, he plays what he's a very good improv person. See, mm-hmm. he plays along very well and just adds to everything. And it turned into this whole funny thing and then it turned into the elves yes <laughs> which is in the title the wheelbarrow of elves which i think i don't know if it was al said it i think the workshop of elves is a better instead of a murder like a murder of crows or yeah so what do you call what would you call elves? a group of right elves. a group i love that so they said they ended up with wheelbarrow of elves i think workshop of elves oh, yeah. would have been better yeah but i agree it, it was really 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 funny mm-hmm. i think the whole the whole thing i'm like now i want to buy a casper mattress it didn't this turn into the sausage talk too yes <laughs> this read went on for so long and it was so great and the sausage talk was rich in potential drops for colonel jeff yes, I think. It was. Yes. every single thing i'm like because yeah daniel talking about if you really want to get me to eat sausage <laughs> <laughs> and everything that they said nobody talked over and i noticed that jeff was very quiet not commenting and he's probably just like noting, noting the time yes Got it. Got it. Lots of sausage. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, speaking of that, you're really seeing how the sausage is made here, huh? Yes. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Oh, isn't it? Yes. I'm impressed. <laughs> I don't have a shed to record in my house. Oh, my gosh. Um, I Also, Colonel Jeff did a shout out to Bruce by Don when they were talking about the gypsum. I think also the gypsum turned into it, okay. right? Have you heard of gypsum? No, but <laughs> it made me realize... The only way I've heard of it is Gypsum Canyon in your yes. And it must, because your Belinda is oh, definitely a mining town. I know. I, I was didn't like, think of that either. Sorry, local chat. <laughs> so have you heard of Gypsum? It's so... I've heard of Gypsum. Okay. Yeah. I had not. Oh, Minnesota. It's like a rock or. <laughs> well, okay. Of oh, course, this is. I don't know where I've heard of Gypsum. I, I think I just have Where did this come up with the, what does Al know that got sprung on him? Yes. Okay. Oh, so it was one of the top five. Yes. What does Al know of what top five? Dow, Dow Jones. Jones. Okay. And he said gypsum, yeah. which I was kind of shocked that he even, he really does know everything. Seriously. Yes. Wait a minute. I would never guess. <laughs> right? No. Wait, is that right? Yes. Gypsum? Yeah. It's like, a, what was it? ASGS? Um, Something like that. Like the company. Amazon wasn't even in there, but gypsum was. Oh, no. I knew Amazon wouldn't be because Dow Jones is pretty old school. Like Caterpillar. Okay. okay. You know, AT&T. Like those like old school stocks. Okay. See, what does but, okay, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> What does Emily know? <laughs> oh, track but, box here. Hold on. <laughs> so A. ASGS stands for something gypsum something? I guess. Yeah. Do you guys know what 3M stands for? No. It Now I for, I'm forgetting. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like Minnesota. Hey, do you know? <laughs> it's Minnesota Mining and Metal or Metal and Mining, something like that. Well, then I they don't... shortened it to 3M. I, Al didn't know he was going to get questioned on these things, but he must know it yeah. because off the top of his head that was one of the top five or whatever he but had yeah i was like oh gypsum canyon road I, must yes be because they probably mined gypsum you know what my mind is not as smart as yours i was like gypsum isn't that like a city around here or a street yeah. I, to be... <laughs> I didn't go any further to why I it might to costco and you see gypsum canyon road yes <laughs> i was like gypsum canyon okay but i didn't think about the mining and the fact that we go mining in all of these canyons too yeah <laughs> but not for gypsum <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just for gold. Yeah. <laughs> and so I guess you use it for home brewing, which I didn't know. And Colonel Jeff called that out. Yeah. 
but oh okay so then, that's the yeah, relation to bruised by don yep okay you guys can we just talk about <laughs> bruise by don yes yes i'm i this is I the, where hold on hold on where's trap dog we need a bruise by don jingle <laughs> let's all say bruise by don a thousand times <laughs> by the way okay. he doesn't live that far from us how does allison say it bruised Bruised by Don for the longest, there was a JMO by about it. Yes. I was like, "That's how I found out it wasn't bruised by Don." Yes. Don, right? Because there was a JMO. I was that said, like, I always "Oh, thought it, yeah. is it? Uh, is it somebody who's like a vampire and they get <laughs> bruised by the Don?" See, I thought it, I'm in therapist mode. I thought it was like abusive. Like, yes. And oh, Don's yeah. Don's all really totally. excited about being abusive. He's like, "You get bruised, bruised by, by Don." Me. <laughs> Yeah, but I always, every time Allison says it, I hear Don like D A W N. Yeah, and I think there was some guests on them that were like, wait, 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 you're getting bruised by Don? And I think you even said, and bruised by D A W N, like in the morning, you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. The the Don breaks and I'm getting bruised. Well, his original name was Just Don, so I don't know if you remember that. Hearing his JMOs, he was Just Don for a while. Hmm. That's the only reason why I know. Otherwise, I probably would have heard. Bruised by Don. Yeah. But she does kind of say it like that. Yeah. And he lives, she I think, in LA. Bruised area, by Don. So I'm still waiting for my porter, Don. So mm. get that gypsum mm-hmm. uh, cracking <laughs> <laughs> to work in my favor. <laughs> He's also a Longmire fan. So he came to Orange when um, Craig Johnson was at our oh. library a couple weeks back. That's a little known fact, everybody. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> if you're doing the Best Friends fan cast, fan no. cast. Put that in your notes. Talk about it. <laughs> I'm sure there is one somewhere. <laughs> oh, you never know. There might be someone <laughs> with less time on their hands than me. <laughs> um, Doubt I, it. I don't even know what that meant. What was I even talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited that Allison is shopping for baby furniture. And she always she seems so indecisive about everything in life including furniture yes. and baby furniture. But I'm just excited that she actually landed on some things. She just said, it's funny because we go through this buildup with her where she's like, I don't know if I should get a glider and a recliner glider or just one or the other and crib. What do I do? What do I do? And then when she gets it, she's like, Oh yeah, I got it. So anyways, <laughs> then there's no talk of it, but you know, buildup of it is, is huge. It is funny that you don't really know things until you go through it. Right. Like, did you set up your whole nursery before you had? Yeah. Yeah. I had diapers in the thing. Oh, Everything yeah. yep. was there. And then I didn't use it for, I don't know, six months or yeah. longer. Like and Al that's said, according to the newest recommendation oh, by the Ac- like, Academy of Pediatrics or whatever, whoever they are. No, that they that infants sleep in the room with the parents for oh, the first yeah. six months to a year. I am I was so happy to hear that. I I was really excited to see that. It's so. funny that when you know when we were probably babies, they were just like, why are they crying by themselves in the you know right laying on their backs, not swaddled. Yes, <laughs> but I I know that I slept with my babies next to me. You know mm-hmm. for. Be, most half of it was because I was lazy. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. get out of the bed and nurse. <laughs> it works. Right and here. like that, like caveman thing clicked in and like, yeah, you just know what you're supposed to do. And yeah. Yeah. yeah I like, never yeah, had she's... a, I had never had a nursery at all for either of my really? kids. I never even bought a crib. Nope. I bought everything. Everything was set up, mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, now I have to go dust everything before I, I put it. <laughs> before like I Al was saying there. too, like the yeah. changing the diapers. You don't use the changing table really and yep. we always would do it on the floor 
Or like, yeah. not the floor, but like yeah, yeah, we had yeah. the mat that opened up and. Yep. And I did have a changing table only because that was another part of me being lazy. But now I take care of a baby and the end of my bed is just like, I put a little mat on yep. the end and I just like, oh, this yep. is where we do it. And then it closes up and goes away when she's gone. It is funny how much you prepare and then you realize that you don't need a lot of the things. But what Al said is setting everything up now because later you're not going to want to or have the time or even be able to read instructions right. for that matter. Because I, I don't remember what show it was on. I don't know if it was Allison being on Eliza's show, but talking about, I might not have been on that show because being like a crazy parent where you just, you just can't think straight. And I remember there was one time my friend that doesn't have kids and she was my, this is the best thing to have when you have a young baby, by the way, is an unemployed friend that doesn't have kids because she would just come over and hang out and we had so much fun and she didn't, she loved my kids. So it was just a really a fun time. She was squared away up in the head where I was not. And I yeah. remember one time she came over and I was wearing two different color shoes. <laughs> and It's I had people gotten... like that that like yeah. will help you remember to like eat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But she had just gotten over and I just gotten home from Trader Joe's and she was like, what's this? And I didn't know what she was talking about. I looked down and I'm like, oh, I just threw on whatever I pretended like I did it on purpose. Like, I don't care. What do I care? And I was like, I have like a red shoe. And a black shoe. Like, it wasn't just two different shoes that look kind of the same. It was totally two different shoes that I just went to the store in. And I thought that is exactly how it is to have a mom brain. You're just, I'm just, you're just going. Uh-huh. You got to go get food. I got to go here. I got to go there. You're not thinking, the moms that come all, like, perfect. Oh, especially where. Yes. 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 <laughs> that, oh, you know they, yes. like, had their kid, like, strapped into the car seat for two hours while oh, they yeah. were getting ready. Or yeah. they have tons of I mean, of in their house. Like, yeah. But. When I, where I was, I was a nanny, and I, it was where Greg grew up in Laguna, and he was talking about that on the mm -hmm. show. I'll tease it a little bit about how he grew up there and talking about how he views it now, and he his view of it is very true to what I experienced because I was on the outside and I was working for all these rich people and all the rich kids that didn't know what they had and I was the mom and the parents were just off we're just gonna go and you're gonna be the mom and I'm just some stranger a 19 year old with no driver's license <laughs> a 19 year old with no driver's license oh you're gonna raise my kids cool go for it but I lived there for 10 years and I I did take advantage of it for sure because it was this private community and I used their beach their private beach more than anybody in the neighborhood did i'd be there by myself with my dog and their golf cart and i'm just like you guys are paying for all this and i'm here wow. <laughs> yeah and they aren't even there they're off at their jobs or yeah. traveling or whatever yeah. yeah and i was being their kids parents for however long it was just it was very weird i don't know i remember my aunt she lived in laguna but she was just like oh in that community you know their nannies have nannies and i thought really and i thought oh when i went there yeah yep. it's pretty true yeah it's pretty true and scary but i was a nanny also That's really interesting mm -hmm. yeah Were for a six-year-old uh, i was a live-in but it was just for a summer it was like one of the summer like while i was in college it was she was six so it was you know she was out of school and but yeah, I lived in a little apartment over their garage. So it wasn't like I was in the house, mm. which was nice. But yeah, I it was so great. I, I loved it. I loved that. Yeah. It was very strange to me because I was in their house and they had the baby monitor put in my room like in the first couple of weeks, you know, first night really. And 
the little girl was five and, and no, I'm sorry. She was one and a half. The boy was five and she would cry in the middle of the night. She would cry my name and I'm Aww. just like, Oh my gosh, she's not even calling for her mom. Aww, <laughs> that would break my heart. Sad. You know? I'd be like, you are good. I'm just going to be a mom for a couple of years and then whatever. But, but I loved it. And it's funny cause she looks a lot like my daughter. So it's just kind of like, I'm reliving it all over again. You know, I, I, and looking back, I see they're both in college and I see all this stuff. I think, Oh my gosh, they grew up. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's like, it's sad, but it's better that she had you than not yeah. having you, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of the other nannies there were, they weren't very interested in raising kids. They were just there to get money mm-hmm. and they were just yeah. kind of be out it was to just the their side. job. And they were yeah. my friends. Like I was introducing him to music and we were singing and we were just every day it was an adventure and fun, but I do miss it. And I, I do take care of a baby now, but at least it's at home here. And, and I'm really bonding with her a lot now. And I'm like, Oh my God, when she leaves, it's going to be so hard. <laughs> and even my husband said, when is she, when are you going to stop watching her? And I thought maybe because it was bothering him. He said, because I'm really going to miss her being Aww. around. <laughs> I know. And she reminds me a lot of my daughter when she was a baby too. So it's just, anyways, this is not the nanny podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you guys stand on dudes that are gamers? <laughs> dudes that are gamers? Yes. <laughs> I think it depends on the extent of it and what you consider a gamer. Like my husband used to be more into video games before kids. He still has all the consoles and everything and says someday he'll play again. But I don't like when they were talking about when Daniel, it was Daniel and Jordan. Yeah. We're talking about like this game and this. And Jordan's very, that was when I was like, now I understand why you're single. single. (laughs) Well, he's really into that one game right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was talking about that one a lot. Yeah. And he jokes about it too, because he realizes it's kind of dorky. But I think for me, See, when I was first dating, that really wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Even though my husband, he was, he used to be an IT guy and he was all about computers and games. So he was into games. And back that then, was not there my weren't thing. those like immersive, like, you know, hours long, you know, yes, those games like that. It was like, how many, you know, oh, I can get really far in Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Right. <laughs> Which is more my speed. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he definitely stopped once we had kids and once we had kids, but then it started creeping back in. And now, honestly, it seems the phone games are more popular than the console right. games. It seems kind of, cause he's like, it's weird. I don't play video games anymore. And I'm like, yeah, but you're always on your phone playing whatever bullshit game that is. I don't know. It's, it's game. more accessible. Yeah. But I think if I was dating and someone was a gamer, I think that would be a deal breaker. <laughs> Or at least I would just not want to ever marry them or live with them. They could just have their own house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. House where I, I can... don't mind it. I'm into it. I I I personally don't pl- like playing those big games, but like I would I would watch as people played more immersive games, and and I'd be you know I would knit while. While sitting See, on the couch with somebody playing a game, yeah, listen or play. Like I play Candy Crush games and and things like that. So you know, while I'm not going to be you know in, involved in those games, I yeah, I don't. I'm I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of the gamer, but I have gotten caught up in the Candy Crush before, or like some of the casino games or something. Where I think, why am I even doing this? Right. <laughs> but it is. It's kind of like watching real reality TV. It just takes you out of your life, and you're just kind of mindlessly doing something for a little while. Although some of them, I think they probably actually work on your fine motor skills. <laughs> I'm 
trying to find the positive here. <laughs> I think there is some like you know problem solving, problem yes. solving puzzle skills. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, like the Candy Crush games, like it's it's very much just like something to think about. That's it's almost like a meditation, but I really am bad at yeah. meditating, so it's like my fake way of you know doing that that's my excuse (laughs) well this whole gaming thing it got them talking about tv shows and there was a lot of tv talk and i'm sure Raphael made a note that there was no tv talk tv time jingle (laughs) (laughs) because they started talking about a lot of tv and they're talking about the kind of tv that soothes you or what you know i even sent something and i think to sorry not sorry a long time ago about what are their rainy day movies or what are their rainy or sick movies like when you're sick what do you like to watch and of course jenna doesn't like movies so i was like ah but they did talk about their shows that they liked so i was curious what your guys is what your guys is yes real good english (sighs) (laughs) that's a totally acceptable way of saying plural yes midwest (laughs) illinois your guys is (laughs) that is a hundred percent a-okay okay good Okay, so Emily, when you're sick, or if it's raining, or maybe you've broken up with somebody, what is your soothing show or movie? (laughs) I don't know Uh, why I threw that last part. Maybe you're having a hard day at work. How about that? Okay, so yeah, I haven't ever like like breakup back in the day when I went through breakups. It was always sad music, Patsy Cline. I'll just go there with that. But okay, so nowadays, like. I'm similar to Jenna where I don't like watching the same movie over or very few movies, I would say, are ones that I watch over and over. The ones that I'm so embarrassed to say that I do like to watch over and over. This is – oh, okay, you guys. (laughs) Twilight. so bad i don't know why i don't know i just like i don't know i i, I get into that whole any... the high Twilight school romance okay i've not seen yeah. that ever there's four right four yeah i really only like the first two to watch yeah, more than once really bad yeah <laughs> she's a, a I have purist seen them. i have seen them yeah they're not good i'm not saying they're good they're just like <laughs> Well, comfort <laughs> movies and shows are not necessarily good. Sometimes they are good. TV and bad. Yeah, I think that's part yeah. of it, too. You just want yeah. that. It's almost sometimes I'll watch things that I liked when I was a kid or that I saw when I was a kid, and that's comforting. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to watch Mr. Mom or... <gasps> yeah, I is that, that one? That, I, have, I was actually thinking of that the other day. Really? That we used to get that on beta. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. So, I like Mr. Mom, Money Pit. Um, oh, money! Even pit. like Brewster's yeah, I was gonna say sometimes. Money, yeah. like that, if that's on, I'll watch it. But some of those '80s ones are pretty good. But I have some standbys. Like Parenthood is one of them. Uh, a League of Their Own. I think I've said on here before. I'm trying to think of what else I like. Uh, if Overboard's on, I'll for sure oh, watch I love it. Overboard. Um, I love Overboard. They're just. We oh, must mermaids. all be very similarly yes. aged. I, it yeah. must be because yes, yeah. yes. because sometimes I'll talk to someone and they're like, "Ah, oh, Goonies, I could take it or leave it." I'm like, "Hey." <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> i realize watching it now maybe it's not the great movie right. but like that was like my childhood <laughs> and that's something that like like i'm almost afraid of going back and like watching money yeah. pit or mr mom because i have that like wonderful memory yeah. of it and i know that i probably I think money would... put still money put <laughs> i think money pit is still good yeah um, okay 
Some of the and others, I, you know, are just, I'll have it, if I'm at a hotel and we're on vacation and we're just kind of like in between something, oh, and Brewster's Millions on, of course, that's on mm-hmm. TV. But I'm not, oh, I'm watching every second of right. it. But Mr. Mom is so good. That one is okay. just like, and yeah. I think I said Money Pit the first time. I met Mr. Mom, so. You did say Mr. Mom. <laughs> but, okay. and, yeah. Yeah. Money Pit was more like one of those ones like we had on tape that I yeah. watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Mr. Ghostbusters, Mom Vacation. Yes. Those were ones I watched often. But I don't know if I have any shows. My soothing shows are Twin Peaks and now Gilmore Girls. And I don't hate to say it anymore. Before, I remember Brittany. Hi, Brittany. She would say... Oh, so you like Gilmore Girls now? Because I talk about it a lot yeah. on the show. And I'm like, no, I don't like that show. It's dumb. Now I'm like, okay, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I officially like yeah. it. I want to be in Stars Hollow. I want to watch it again. I hate all of them. But I love all of them at the same time. Exactly. What are your, uh, Joanna, what are yours? I think a lot of mine are the, like the 80s, 90s movies. Definitely Mr. Mom, Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, yes. That's um, a good one. Oh, I just had another one in the last. Oh, like, and then, like, Clueless. Yeah. Like, that's more 90s. I um, was going to say, I, I think I have, like, not because I'm younger than you guys, but just because, I don't know, the older, like, the newer ones, like Clueless yeah, yeah. and 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Do you guys like that one? Yes. I actually yeah. really, I saw that one in the theaters when I was older yeah. on a date, and I really, really liked that movie. That was yeah. really yeah. Cool. Blonde is another one. And then, like, if it's really, like, a rainy day. My super embarrassing is like really bad old lifetime movies. Ooh. Preferably with Tori Spelling. Ooh. Ooh. I know we talked about um Jean Darn it. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes, I remember yeah. <laughs> Joe Polnicek. <laughs> and how she's on every single lifetime movie. Yes. That used Nancy to be McKinnon. Nancy McKeon. McKeon. Uh Jean Steeple State whatever Stapleton. that one. She's the one from Designing Women, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. She's, a, she's in a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But the Nancy McKeon yes. <laughs> was in a lot of them, uh apparently scarring for some people. Yes. And then T V just like soothing T V like if I'm going to bed is Seinfeld or Friends. Oh yeah. T V Seinfeld for sure. I've been wanting to rewatch Friends again. It's oh but see, I, can I don't turn have that cable. On any day, anytime. Yeah. And I don't have cable. So for me a lot of times I don't like to seek out a show. I like mm-hmm. to turn on yes. and then it's like, oh on TBS, uh Seinfeld's on. Cool, that's what I'm watching. Yes. And I don't have any TV at all. So oh. I have to like Friends is on Netflix, so I'll yeah, I yeah. watch Friends. And on Netflix, now so. I just started watching for the past couple of weeks I've just had Seinfeld on just on as a loop like whatever season whatever show doesn't matter so it's kind of feels like just the tv's on and i i'm okay i'm okay with it now i'm comfortable with it Mm -hmm. because it's seinfeld and i love it and when i watch a meme i'm like i want to watch more of that 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 scene right there (laughs) so then i just okay i just need to start watching it so the same with friends same with everything i just need to wrap my mind around it just not being on by accident I think that's that's part of the draw for me where when Overboard was on, okay, I'm going to yeah. watch it. But I don't, oh, let's go watch Overboard. It just seems not good. <laughs> but then once you're watching it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's our generation of cable and TV where now everything is on demand. So I'm in the mood to watch yeah. whatever. So I'm going to watch it. I'm the same way though. Like I want to watch it organically. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yep. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> I don't know why porn bot season uh, um, do you have anything else for this <laughs> <laughs> Not about porn bot season, no. I'm so right. excited to listen to it. It's a good one. I'm glad we could tease it for you. Yeah. 
Well, and you guys see how much I love Jordan Morris. So, yes. Yeah. I think he's a good fit. I think he's one of the top. I I like Jensen and I like Allie and Jordan's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if Jordan can do it all the time. He's busy. But if he he would be my absolute top pick. I want him to be on all the podcasts. I know that Jordan is one of Allison's top names for baby. Mm. (laughs) Morris is a cute name, too. Her little orange cat. You mean Jordan Morris Ponce. (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh. You're, yeah, see, we are like, we had the same life because nobody else knows who Morris the cat is. (laughs) I had a friend, I had a red haired friend who we called him Morris. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he was an actual friend? (laughs) Well, it was like the, he was like a family friend. Like he didn't really like Morris, but yeah. Uh, let's you know what let's talk about jmos i wanted to say really quick before you guys tell me your jmos monday had three repeats i'm not gonna say which ones they were but three of them were repeats really which in general well i'm gonna say in general i don't mention it but we do because for some reason i feel like we have to mention that we're better than people like we know that that's repeat so So okay so like she's rereading them or people are sending in i think people are sending in because one of okay. them is one that so it's I not sent allison's in. fault no what? it's not like she's well she no, can't be expected can't to remember, remember the content everything. of every single one true yeah it's not her fault I, there okay. was one that it was one similar to one i had sent in and then someone sent one in again and i said oh yeah it's a good one and i sent that one in last year <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm such a nice person. But then it got... Anyways, there were three repeats. I'm not going to say them because that's fine. It's nobody's fault. I don't know why I feel like this like I'm the police or something. I have to like mention it. Well, you are. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of the reason why JMO Patrol cr- got created. That was the, the reason why I had that name. Because we were going to talk a lot about JMO. Mm-hmm. We were going to talk about repeat ones or who got three on at a time or like whatever. And then we never did. And, and the name just stuck. But Do you just remember that? Do you really remember do. all the JMOs? I, I remember them, but also when it's one of them is similar to mine. But yeah, I remember them. I don't wow. know. I, don't, I have selective, um, really smart things that go on in my brain. Like not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about those really smart things that go on in the brain. <laughs> you know, even though I have the luxury of editing, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Well, I'm impressed for things and not for others. (laughs) Loosey goosey for everything else, like thinking and words. I'm impressed, yeah, that you remember the concept because it's not just like, oh, you remember that that person sent that one in. I I guess I don't know which one is more impressive or more weird. If I knew the person, that'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, but I know. I t- well, actually, I think this was Raphael's idea, but I don't think he's going to do it. We were talking about doing a book, like, of all the JMOs and doing, like, something for her, like, as a little thing. Yeah. That would be kind of fun to do. That would be a lot of work. It would but be a lot But she used to post it, it on her, her website, so we could literally just, oh, yeah. you know, it would be easy. But I think for the past year, she hasn't, which has made it a lot harder for us to talk about them. Because <laughs> I used to just, po- you know, print it out. Okay, we'll just pick a... Oh, my God, really? <laughs> what am I, Italian? <laughs> Sorry, just hitting the mic left and right. Um, Joanna, what jamo did you pick? <laughs> so I picked one from the Thursday show. Okay. And not because of necessarily the JMO, but where it went. Anyways, it was from John Schember. Okay. And it was oh, yeah. the essential pancake topping. Syrup or syrup. See, I can't even say it the other way. Syrup? Syrup? Yeah. Or no. syrup? I say no. 
But let's hear what Emily has. So ha- do you say syrup or syrup? I think I say it in between, like syrup. Syrup? Uh, syrup. Okay. That sounds more normal. Syrup, syrup. is insane. Do we have yeah. any syrup? Well, and the reason I brought that one up <laughs> is because syrup? it led to one of my biggest, like, <laughs> why does nobody talk about this? The way that Jenna says Man- mayonnaise. And Al, oh. Jenna wasn't, and you have, I mean, Jenna wasn't on this episode because she was in New York, but Al was there and he said, they were talking more about, you know, how they always get to talking about how you pronounce certain things. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I don't know she how says they got on mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah, but every time I hear Jenna say may, I can't even say it. Mayonnaise, May- mayonnaise, mayonnaise. It's just like, why is nobody saying anything about this? Oh, he has. Al's pointed it out before, has, and yeah. and I love it because she just will. She'll just keep repeating it and the she same says it way like fifty times. Yeah, it's like, yes, like, like mayonnaise. Let's just mayonnaise. cut it out. Mayonnaise. Because, because like she's trying to say it differently. When you say mayonnaise, it sounds disgusting. Yes. And mayonnaise or mayonnaise (laughs) or however everybody else says it. And I'm not into cauliflower either. No. All of those things can just go away. (laughs) And I like how Jeff thinks that cauliflower is okay. It's not. No. No. It's not. Cauliflower. And and this is the point, if I can go back in editing, that I can put... (laughs) Sorry, Rafi. (laughs) We were talking about this on our episode and he recorded and had accidents. He had some technical issues with recording and he thought he was on uh, mute and he was trying to practice saying how he said cauliflower. And he, so I should put that in here right I'm now. Just saying cauliflower. Cauliflower? Cauliflower. Cauliflower? That could be your intro. <laughs> it, was, it was gold. That's funny. Uh, yeah, it was pretty oh, good. Yeah, we had the ability to do drops. I know. And uh, see, Jay was Jay, talking. Yeah. He did a little soundboard thing for me, but. I don't want to play a drop of me snorting because I knew enough of ridiculous stuff on the mic that I don't need to add more. But see, also, Jeff has some of the best drops that he says himself. And what I told him when I met him in person (laughs) is it's a bummer because there's no one to do the drops of him because he says so many things. Sometimes I'm like, that should be a drop. Mm -hmm, That should be a drop. mm -hmm. But he's not going to go back and say, oh, that was gold. Genius. Genius self. I'm going to give myself one so dropping myself i probably would not do but it would be fun to have some things along the way to kind of make in into that so that's is really okay this is the drop hour <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I... I have a therapist in the in the room and all of a sudden i'm like i'm just need to bear my soul about these drops <laughs> <laughs> let's go I, but i want to talk about drops a little bit i don't okay. i i think jeff does a really good job with what he does with what he has but I still miss Bald Brian and the drops that he would pull from movies and other things besides the the voices from the show. I think it's a little bit confusing for for people to play drops of the people that are already there. And I know what they are and, you know, people that have listened forever know what they are and why it's funny. But I still I, – I wish that we – could get some like drops that sound different or that that don't sound like the the people are just saying that or I don't know. Do you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about? Because there okay. are times where it comes up where it's like it takes me a second to realize that it's not actually that person saying it. There was yep. somebody that sent in a JMO about what's his name? Daniel. About Daniel and his little noises being a drop and I didn't realize it was a drop until someone mentioned Yeah, that. there are some where I really didn't realize they were drops. But I agree I miss Ball Brian's drops. His the he was he was pretty much the master of it, but 
I do like the way Colonel Jeff, it just feels like an inside joke. So like you said, you, if, you, if you're not a fan or not a fan, if you're not a listener all the time, maybe you're like, this is confusing. I don't understand. But a lot of times, you know, when we saw them live, it was especially because it was my husband's first time seeing it. So we're all laughing at stuff that he's just like, I don't know what you're talking Right. <laughs> Whatever. Right. This isn't funny to me. <laughs> it's yeah. It's all, I, I think it's really confusing for new people. Yeah. But then once you're in, it is just like being in a group of friends where you all have your little things that mean nothing to anybody else and it's your own language. So that makes it feel more close, but it would be fun to have some more outside things. Yeah. That's I know. All I, I was going to say something else there, but I don't know what <laughs> I'm like. Eh, all these smarts. I don't know. <laughs> being wasted on my uh, memory of JMOs. Yeah. <laughs> right. And just tell us about all the repeat JMOs some more. <laughs> Some hard-hitting shit on this show. Um, <laughs> so my JMO that I picked was from Nancy. She said, "Little, she's a little bit afraid my ceiling... F- okay. A little bit afraid my ceiling fan is going to fly off and decapitate me. I feel like that's everybody. Yes. And I remember at our old house, we had a fan that was just... It was one of those ones that was off that so would be like all jiggly. And just going around and around. I thought, this thing's just going to propel itself right off mm-hmm. of here. But my husband's just like, no, you know, he's an electrician. So he does put those things up. And he's like, no, they're, they just need to be adjusted here or there. It's not a big deal. It's, nothing's going to happen. And so he put my mind at ease every time I would take... I just... I, we don't have one here at our house anymore. But there, I would have this feeling of unease every time I went to sleep. But we didn't have an air conditioner, so whatever. We had to deal with it. But last summer, we took the kids on a trip to June Lake. I don't know if you've ever been. It's very beautiful. We went to the June Lake Motel, and that is unnecessary information. So... (laughs) We had a ceiling fan. They didn't have air conditioning, of course, because it's California. Why would you need air conditioning? And so we had the fan on and I heard it like kind of jingle a little. I thought, okay, it's just, you know, like every ceiling fan I've ever seen my whole life that I'm afraid of and nothing's ever going to come of it. So in the middle of the night, I get woken up by another like loud, like crunchy noise. And I look up and it, one of the blades wiggles off and shoots across the room and into the drywall and then falls down. And there was like this giant dent in the side of the wall. By the way, that's like right next to my kid's bed. And I just like got up and I'm tr- like covering my head and like trying to turn it off at the same time. And I'm like, what if they just start like razor blading across the room? Seriously. God, oh I my gosh. That was a thing. So then, of course, we had to go to the lady and tell her, like, hey, you're fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it almost decapitated us. So, Nancy, I don't know if it's Nancy McKean. I'm doubting <laughs> it is. But if oh, yeah, it is, totally. <laughs> This needs to be hey, a Joe. lifetime movie yes. about <laughs> my fan incident. The but this is something. This is not it has, a fear that you should it not It happened be to of. you. Yeah. This is something I've seen in first person. So be afraid. Don't turn on your fans. Be very afraid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they could be hot forever. I will sleep well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna oh. brought a snack chat. I'm so excited. So this they talked about on Sorry Not Sorry. Yes. Is they talked about the Toblerone Which I really debacle. Only <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. For the viewers at home. <laughs> I can see. Thank you very much. <laughs> For our one viewer. Oh, and to our one fan, Scott. Hi, Scott Marquez. I'm waving to you because you're out there. So she brought in a Toblerone. There's been some. So there has been something. I guess the company's trying to save money, apparently. So they're making the chocolate bar smaller or the pieces are going to be different something's different with, about it so this one is 1.7 ounces okay. i was just trying to see if it said what the old one was 
and I know Jenna and Al talked about it, and they said yeah. they said there they, was a difference in the ounces. Yes. Which, by the way, I have never had a Toblerone. Really? New or old. Nope. See, I sent in a JMO about Toblerone, and it never got favorited. Oh, this is by Graham. Okay. <laughs> and it was about, I always thought it was rich people snacks. Yeah. So as a kid, it was like the so ultimate. I don't even know what to do now. I <laughs> Like, I'm a Toblerone See, virgin. See, and I, you really are. You're like, how do I put this what condom do I do? on? I don't know. Does it go upside down? <laughs> Putting it from here? Yeah. <laughs> When I first had a Toblerone, I was like, oh, I didn't realize it had these wedges. I thought it was a solid. Yeah, I did pure, too. Like triangle. Until they started talking about it. Right. So Jenna and oh, I. So this is, this is still how it's supposed oh, to be, Oh, right? I think it is. We've but I've a seen. Good one. But I, we've got a good one. We, uh, <laughs> Joanna's got. She's got the insider Toblerone if you want the ones with the full <laughs> amount of chocolate. <laughs> Oh, see, and see, okay, see how you broke it off? Mm-hmm. That's how I break it off. But she I said, heard, yes. yes. Uh, so I want to try it the way okay. they say you're supposed to open it. Uh, Emily, have you ever had a Toblerone? I have, but it ha- it's been a while. Okay, Can you so they tell the difference between, oh, like, okay. is it packaged differently? No, but they say the weight is different and they say they put less chocolate in it or there's more space in between, which I was saying they should just make thinner triangles right. and keep them so it looks like more. Right. All right, so we're going to try... The Toblerone. Awesome. <laughs> and while you guys put that in your mouth, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I, so today at work, I got uh, two Hershey's Kisses that I haven't had tried before. One is a candy cane one, mm-hmm. and that looks good. And then one is... It's green wrapping with snowflakes on it. I think it's just a normal one. Ooh, try the peppermint one. Yeah, I will. Okay, so I'm going to do the candy. It's pretty candy. good. I'm sure people with ASMR are, is, are really enjoying our chewing and mouth moistness. <laughs> is, is Toblerone just like regular chocolate or it is there anything? It in it. It's Swiss milk chocolate oh. with honey and almond nougat. Oh, honey. <gasps> oh, like almond nougat. Yum. But like I all just like mixed in all over? Or yes. is there like. It's all mixed okay. in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's more like little pieces of crunchiness. <laughs> it's making That's me how... <laughs> I need to cough. That's how this candy cane Hershey kisses. They're just like little crunchy bits of candy. Ooh, really? Okay, so it's yeah, similar to that. <laughs> <laughs> the face. <laughs> if only this was video streaming. Can you guys hear it? No. But I'm crunching. Oh, well, that's all gone. Oh, it's no. really good, though. Can you hork it back up and do it again? <laughs> no, I chewed it all. All right, so Joanna found the one that is an original. Yep. So maybe it hasn't. So can you imagine if there was more space between it? I just I feel like, just do a solid bar. Well, because, yeah. Or a hollow inside. Yeah. I don't I, I I've seen understand. some joke ones. More space between what? Like the indentations? Yes. Okay. All right. Like, and so I've the seen some joke ones on the internet where it'll be oh, like deeper and wider. Difference. That's a huge difference. Okay. She's pulling up what it might be. I've seen some joke ones, though, where it's just totally empty. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a flat bar with an end. <laughs> oh, this uh, okay. one, this one, this green one, that's green wrapper with white snowflakes on it or silver snowflakes. It's mint truffle one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we're ready for candy and holiday. <laughs> It's a little darker chocolate, which I'm not really a fan of, but I like minty stuff. <laughs> I thought you were just going to spit it out. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I was just really hate it. chocolate. <laughs> well, that was a good snack chat. I can't, that was so cool that you actually, first of all, the fact that you're in here is so cool. And the fact that you brought something to eat. And then Emily has her own snack chat. <laughs> I was just like, chocolate? Oh, wait. She's, I have two kisses hey, in my might purse. as well. Hey, this is so much fun. I don't know what I'm going to say. Let me have less smacking. Hold on. <laughs> 
This was really, really fun. Thank you guys so much for being here. Emily, I'm so glad you were back. I'm glad that uh, you're all the way out in Embarrass, Minnesota. So, I mean, I feel like when I talk to people that far away, it seems like a lot. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but... It's not any harder for me to get on my computer from here. Okay, good. But, you know... It would take, I'm... like I said, 26 days for me to walk to you. I know. I <laughs> totally am going to so. come yeah. and see you guys. And I want to go to the Grove. Yes. Yes. I want to go to all those stupid places. I want to go to yep. a Trader Joe's in Burbank. <gasps> yep. Yes. I totally just want to walk around Burbank. You want to get fresh Coke thing. from... Fresh Diet Coke from anywhere down there. Oh, Totally. Okay, when you're here, then Joanne and I will meet you down there. And yes. We'll do like a whole we'll a whole all. tour of anything that they've mentioned. Because it's so, so much fun. Dan. Ooh. Oh, post it. Oh, that's cute. It is snowing. Oh. As we speak. We're I'm never excited. gonna have that. No. I am going to Big Bear this weekend, but I don't Are think you? it'll snow. It's horrible it'll when we cool. go to the snow. It's crawling with people and it's just yeah. ugh. It's no fun. No, it's here. no I just fun. wanted it out in my backyard. Yes. For a day. No school. <laughs> no school. Yeah, I had that once. school canceled. When I lived in Texas, we had one snow day. We didn't have to go to school and it was awesome. Yeah. But my daughter's snow here hoping once that there's in school tomorrow. 1916, I think. I, so yes, you, I I'm recall. saying there's a chance. You remember? <laughs> remember that day? We didn't have to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's snowing out where you're at, but um, it's chilly by our standards here. So we'll take it. Support Allison's show by going to her website. Support, support it in any way you can. Be a Patreon supporter because it the payback is amazing. She does a lot of good things and she gives back a lot. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, email me at bfancast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Oh my God, why can't I just read this? It's right from my face. Follow us on Twitter at bfancast and follow me at jmos and bffs. Emily, where can we find you? I am at emilyqforever on Twitter and I talk a lot about pooping. <laughs> Just warning everybody. That's my place. That's my safe pooping talk place. <laughs> Gaming and pooping. Well, <laughs> we talked about this off air and we talked about this before when you were on, but you are responsible for the Jenna Kim Jones t-shirts, the amazing shirts that we all love and wear. So thank you. Yeah, it's super fun. Yep. We don't design most of them, but we print and ship them. So I love seeing names I recognize and sending them out to you guys. And it's not at all creepy that I know everybody's address. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't think about that. Talking, speaking of murderers and serial killers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Joanna, thank you so much for being here. This sure. was, I, now that you've done it. Yes. You've done it. You've done it. We've had what? Not even a bottle of wine. No. Okay. Not even. <laughs> yeah. So I think if you do this more often, that would be awesome. It was super cool that you could just drive down the street and come here. This has been my dream to have in studio, studio quotes, uh, uh, someone here doing this live seeing you know, how the, how the fudge is made. Or sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just laughed so hard into the mic. <laughs> I'm going to my own ears later. <laughs> oh my God. Well, thanks everyone. Brittany. I love you. I already said hi, Scott. Hello. Oh, Alexis, Alexis Chen. I met you. And it was awesome meeting you at In This Together Festival. So hi to you and thank you and good night.